On today's Intelligent Money Minute, I'll interview John Putnam, president of the National Christian Foundation Carolinas, author and former financial advisor on what is a donor-advised fund. Welcome to Intelligent Money Minute, a mercifully short podcast that may save you time and money. Your host, Hans Blake, is a CFA charterholder and CPA who has spent his entire career helping people minimize financial stress to maximize their lives. After managing $350 million and working with high net worth individuals around the world, he founded Intelligent Investing. Time is money, so invest in every minute. Here is your host, Hans Blake. Welcome back, John Putnam, to another episode of Intelligent Money Minute. John, what is a donor-advised fund? Can you kind of break it down in a simple illustration for our listeners? You know, a donor-advised fund is sort of a a low-cost, flexible account for charitable giving that's a popular alternative to giving directly to charities or rather than creating a private foundation. It's just an easy way to do it. So let me paint with a broad brush. Think of a donor-advised fund sort of like a charitable checking account, but instead of a bank, you've got a 501 one C3 public charity that is the holder of this charitable checking account that's a donor advised fund. And it has a name and an account number on it. And you make a gift or deposit into this fund. And that gift into the fund is now an irrevocable charitable gift. That's important to know. So unlike a real checking account where you get the money back out, this one's no. When this one goes in, the money is irrevocably given, just like you gave it to a charity because you did give it to a 501c3 public charity. The money sits there in the account till the donor advises where the money goes, and then the charity verifies the grant and then sends the money out based on the respective grant policy of the donor-advised fund holder. So let's talk about what are some advantages for the donor to pass their donations through to the end, perhaps, charity of their choosing. I think one would be that the donor can remain anonymous and they want to kind of keep it simple for themselves and have kind of a a one pot that they can give out of. So why don't you talk about some advantages that they have? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first, let me talk myself out of a job. First off, when we can bring value, we want to bring value, but there's always the option to give directly to the organization. If I want to give anonymously, that's hard if I'm trying to do it directly. Mm-hmm. Or let's say I'm given to 10 or 15 different organizations and I've got to collect those receipts at the end of each year. And maybe they don't all come in as easily mm-hmm. as they as they should. And I've got to track mm-hmm. them all down for my taxes. Right, right. So as a rule of thumb, it's probably better just to continue to give directly. But if you're given to 10 or 12 or 15 different organizations and want to give anonymously, and you want some of the administrative benefits of that, then this is a wonderful opportunity for them to consider. At Intelligent Investing, we can help you know whether a donor-advised fund makes sense and can help you with creating one. If you're interested in having a 15-minute complimentary call to discuss this or other financial topics, visit investedwithyou.com forward slash connect. Again, that's investedwithyou.com forward slash connect. If you'd like to become a client or learn more about intelligent investing, please call 864-679-0500 or visit investedwithyou.com. Remember, time is money, so invest in every minute. Thanks for listening. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide and should not be relied on for tax, legal or accounting advice. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.